Back to the Anyan of Sefirat Omer, we have a pasuk we said yesterday, Usfartem Lachem, Usfartem Lachem, you count for yourselves, which means you're supposed to count. What's the idea between the, of the word Lachem to you? He was saying here, or Biderman saying here, a, a different twist. That Lachem means it's for you. That you have, we have to know that it's really for us. This that we count every day, and we try to do better on these days, as we mentioned yesterday, to pick ourselves up the level, to prepare for Matan Torah all these days, for receiving the, good, the, good, the real goods on Shavuot. That has to be with an idea behind it that it's really for us. We're not doing anybody favors by counting and by being better people in these, in these days. Being a better person these days is not doing anybody a favor but ourselves. It's all for ourselves. Likewise, the loss. By not realizing what the counting is and what's being counted and why we're counting for and what are we looking forward to, that also the loss is to the person himself. No one's losing out, just yourself. Like, let's say you have a guy who has a, a business. Once a year, he takes an inventory check. And it's, uh, what is it? He says, work is... And the merchandise, and what's going on, what's the, what are the gains, the gross, the net. Of course, the whole idea is just for himself. It's for himself. It's the whole idea is that he should know what he has. How next year is going to be. Did he lose anything from last year's numbers? Did he go up in the numbers? It's for himself. If he wouldn't count it, the loss is on his own. It's his own loss. There's a story that Rabbi Yitzhak Yeruham Budiansky says a story. That he heard it from some driver, taxi driver, cab driver. The guy was just talking, you know, regular. That one time, he was... Uh, with his friends in some one of his trips in Israel, they went to sleep out to hike out one night with his friends in some field. Towards morning, a big snake, a dangerous snake, was in that field, and he wrapped one of the friends. Ramash wrapped the guy's whole body. Now you know the snake has two ways to kill. He can kill either with poison or he chokes. He wrapped himself around the guy's whole body, this, this thing. And the guy got up in like a crazy shock. And he starts, he starts screaming and yelling from the, from the fear. Until he woke up the whole group. And we got up. The head of the guy, the head of the, head of the, head of the group had a, had, a, had a gun with him. He wanted to save the rest of the guys there. This guy's the poisonous snake. What was going to happen? So he said, there's no choice. He has to shoot. No shoot towards the head of the other snake, one, one hit, and it'll kill him. Even though it might endanger the life of his friend because to aim will be very hard. If he misses by a centimeter, he misses the guy, the snake's head, it goes, it goes into his friend. What's he going to do? Well, he said, what, 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 what could you do? You're going to save the rest of the people, you know? He'll take a shot, he'll take a chance. And even though it's 50-50, uh, he might go... To his friend, but at least to save another five, six guys, be saved. He's ready to do it. 
one of the guys from the group that was, he kept Torah. This, this, these, guys, these guys don't know, not religious guys. But one guy was like, he was a religious guy, one of the guys in the group there. The last second, he stopped the guy. He said, listen, just wait. Wait a few minutes. And this religious guy went to the guy that was wrapped with the snake. He got close to him. Well, the guy was lying down. And he says to him, say after me, repeat after me. Word for word, Shema Israel, Shema, Shema. Israel, repeat after me. The second he finished the word Ehad, look at this wonder. The snake just unraveled itself from the guy, went down from his body, ran, and just ran away. The snake. This is the story that the kid driver is telling Rabbi Wodiansky. So the rabbi asked the cab driver, he says, what did your friend do with that open miracle? What did, what, what, this non-religious friend that you had, if that miracle happened to him, what did he do to this guy? He says he became Baal Tshuva. He made Tshuva this guy. Sure, he became Baal Tshuva. He's a very special guy, one of the high, in a very high yeshiva. He's a, he's a real heavyweight guy. Or a yeshiva. Baal Tshuva guy, he learns Torah. So the rabbi asked the cab driver, what about you? You saw this happen, right? How is it possible you saw it happen and you didn't change your ways? <laughs> you saw a ship's hand. So the cab driver tells the rest of the rabbi, honorable rabbi, the snake wasn't on me. It was on his friend. <laughs> that was the answer of the cab driver. He sees a miracle. But the snake was on his body, so... Uh, okay, so it doesn't mean anything. Insane. Absolutely insane. But you saw the snake, and you saw the spice the whole thing. It has to be on you to make the tshuva. When the rabbi told over the story to Rabbi Shalom Shadron, the famous Magid of Yerushalayim, Rabbi Shalom Shadron used to say this story a lot of times, and used to awaken people with the story. That even though people could see wonderful things in life, crazy things out of the norm, which was sent to awaken the person that's sleeping in his natural world, in his ways, to wake him up a little bit, to get close to Hashem, to see that there was somebody who wants this world, like we saw last year with Corona, of course. But however, the foolish heart finds himself stupid answers. The stake wasn't on me. Well, what I have to do with the whole case? Says the rabbi, before we left at that taxi driver, let's look at ourselves. Maybe we're the same as him. How often things happen and we see certain things that, ah, listen, no, didn't happen to me. No big deal. You hear about something happening. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, it happened to me, so no big deal. Ridiculous. You have to count this firat ta'amad yourself. Why? Don't think it's nothing to do with you. It's for you. It's for us. The gains are your gains. And the losses are your losses. If this year you're able to prepare yourself more for Matan Torah, for receiving Torah, you're going to get more. It's going to make your life a better life. More precious. You look at the time. Makes you happy, Torah. Torah makes you happy. Feel accomplished in life. What's making money, 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 but the guy can't learn. And if you're learning anyway in yeshiva, but you get, you'll get more, you'll be happier. You'll understand more. 
It's for you. The gains are yours. Loss are yours. For them, lachem. Can't for you. Don't be like don't, don't be like that cab driver that takes more. It's not over me. It has to do with us, and that's message number two on the Omer right now. To realize that really, really, it's all for our benefit. Hashem's telling us, I want you to count. That's why each person has to count himself. He should realize himself, his inventory. How much are the gains? What am I gaining now? By this, as I said yesterday, I just gained another day in the Omer. Watch, great! I'm doing great. I do not have I was nice to somebody. I kept my mask white when I saw yesterday. I wanted to say nice, so nice juicy. I didn't say yesterday. Whoa, big day yesterday. I did. I did some gemara yesterday. It was fantastic. I, did, I had a good shahari yesterday. Good manha. Ooh, it's great. These are the gains, the golden gains that are going to be cashed in in Hag Shavuot. Let's remember. It's our gains. Amen. Amen.